back and welcome to the student review your podcast where you can get your information on what happened this week i am your podcast co-host krishna shah arts and entertainment director and i am here with i'm leah tovar the assistant editor-in-chief for the student independent and i'm so excited to be joining miss krishna to tell you about all the news that happened this week apparently this week as we as you might know mr elliot page has come out with his as a transgender non-binary individual using he they pronouns and if you don't know where Elliot Page comes from he is an actor on the Netflix series Umbrella Academy which I am very much a fan of and he plays Vanya Hargreaves and everyone has been very supportive of him yeah I think we're all just really happy for them because it's something that's really difficult to come out in general and even more so sometimes when you have a lot of eyes on you as a public figure but i do remember when he gave out a statement he was also saying how thankful he was because it was very accepting the response that he got when he did come out and that's something that a lot of people don't get and it is kind of sad but i think we kind of need to discuss also even though he had like a really accepting response to it there was some backlash that happened too we had some critics coming at him because on the show he plays cisgender female vanya hargreaves and some people were wondering if it would be an issue for him to play the cisgender female when he isn't one you know and some people were asking what if the what if the tables were turned and this was a cisgender female playing a transgender character and it obviously would create quite a problem. Yeah, well, it's weird to look at it as though the tables were turned. I like to think about it kind of when, you know, how comedians will make jokes, for example, with like race or something like that. People will say, oh, wow, you guys make fun of white people all the time, but if white people were, make to, were to make fun of you guys, then suddenly it's an issue. When the real thing is the fact that there's a difference between people who've kind of had it easy and then people who've had to struggle. Essentially those who were much more privileged and those who were essentially oppressed by the privilege. And so it's kind of really polarizing almost for people to kind of dumb it down to the fact like, oh, you guys have rights to make fun of us. That is so unacceptable when people are literally killed for coming out. Mm-hmm. And that's something that cisgender straight people will never understand. And so I don't think the argument where it's like, oh, what if the tables were reversed? Yeah. is really not good because the thing is history in history, the tables weren't reversed. Exactly. And that's my point of view as well. And I was Uh, Whenever I have this argument with anybody, I say, I think it's a lot easier for transgender individuals to play straight and cisgender characters because a cisgender person has never had the experience of a transgender person and could never play play them in a manner that is is correct to their experiences. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Whereas a transgender person could play a cisgender person because they haven't, they don't really have a a select struggle in their lives that needs to be portrayed in a specific manner, which is the case for transgender individuals. However, at the end of the day, it's it's honestly up to the actor's discretion and whatever Elliot wants, that's 
what they decide. And this isn't the first time we're saying this though, where you have people with a certain gender identity portraying characters who are not of that gender identity. So honestly, I'm just happy for Elliot, the fact that they came out, the fact mm-hmm. that he feels accepted. And I hope that whatever's happening with Netflix that, first of all, Netflix pays respect to what Elliot wants Of course, because they changed all of his credits and all of his movies that are listed on Netflix currently, and I think that's really good of them, and, you know, it's good to applaud them for that. I just hope that carries um, moving forward with, you know, the Umbrella Academy, and whatever they decide, as long as Elliot's on the same page, honestly, I have no right to say what that's wrong. No, Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not someone who's gone through that, so I have no right. It's not my experience. It's just one of the topics that occurred in arts and entertainment, right? And then the other one was one involving Miss Anne Hathaway. Yeah, let me explain. So Miss Anne Hathaway, it has currently taken up a role in the movie adaptation of the book Witches by Roald Dahl. And people, she is coming under fire because in this movie, portrayed to have a disability where she lacks digits on her hands or she has only three fingers which is a really common disability um, that many people face and it's not uh, something to be taken in a laughing manner or anything but they're using this disability to tie into the character of evil that she plays because she is a witch in this movie so she's coming under fire because even though it may not be her intention to offend the community in this way it still comes up that the movie is being quite ableist yeah it definitely even if it's not ableist in itself or it's like this propaganda campaign against people with disabilities or anything like that it does perpetuate a lot of the kind of stereotypes and just general negative connotations associated with the community because whether warner brothers which is i'm pretty sure the production taking charge in this whether they intend it or not the way it's being portrayed by the community is something that kind of serious you have to listen to the people being affected because once again they're the people going through it not you right and also this is like a kids movie if someone who's really young is seeing that movie they're mentally subconsciously gonna make that correlation where it's like oh this person doesn't look exactly like me and they have some different features than me you know some they're just differently abled essentially right yeah and They'll also notice this is the one character in the film who has that and they're also evil, right? Exactly. So they'll think in their head, oh, that means if someone has this, they're automatically evil, which is something that is terrible. (laughs) It really goes against any progress that was made in trying to help destigmatize a lot of people in the disabled community. It was not a good decision. I want to point out that Warner Brothers did release a statement apologizing if this made viewers upset, but they, you have to point out that in the original illustrations of the book, the witches did have all five of their fingers. So we can definitely point this discrepancy to the directors and the producers of the movie. Um, the only trace of disability, disability, quotation marks, that these people had were that they had claws that they hid with their gloves, which has nothing to do with missing fingers or digits or anything of that sort for the most part you know people don't have claws that magically grow out like wolverine right what they were trying to portray with like anne hathaway's character is something that actually exists and so it's not something that's supposed to be like oh wouldn't it be cool blah 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 
No. I do want to note, however, that Anne Hathaway also got a lot of fire for it. And I understand since she is the actress who's portraying the character itself. And at the end of the day, she did accept the job, right? But for the most part, a lot of these decisions aren't up to the actresses or actors who take on these roles. And so I feel like a lot more hate or fire should have gone to the studio, the storyboard people, right? But I do think she addressed it well in saying that she's deeply offended, that it offended people from that community. And actually it did start like this hashtag on Twitter. It just shows kind of this part of Hollywood that no one really addresses because it's not the glitz and glamour. I want to point out that to get the exact name that the missing fingers is very similar to ectrodactyly, which is a congenital disorder which involves a deficiency or absence of one or more of the central digits of the hand or foot, which obviously has nothing to do with the plot or anything to do with the movie at all. So, you know, there was no reason for really the writers to put this in other than to basically allude to the fact that these missing digits gave Hathaway or the Grand High Witch which was the character that she was playing, the evil, the sense of evil that surrounded her. Oh, Hathaway did make an Instagram post where she said, I have recently learned that many people with limb differences, especially children, are in pain because of the portrayal of the Grand High Witch and the witches. This would never have happened if she had seen the difference of the witch's portrayal in the book when looking at the designs for the movie. I think as of now, Warner Bros. has yet to take out this part of the movie. If they're not taking out like the part or fixing their mistakes, possibly what they can do instead is provide some of the earnings of the movie to charities or fundraisers who help those get treatment or just generally help in educating people to stop kind of the stigma against this community. But for now, I'm going to be handing it over to our new section for this week which is going to be hosted by Lux and Laura. So for now, that concludes this section, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. This is Lux. And this is Laura. And we're going to give you your entertainment news. So today, we're starting off with Shawn Mendes' new album, which dropped last week. It is so good. I mean, I'm biased because I'm a huge Shawn Mendes fan. He is so hot. But (laughs) I feel like it's different than anything else that he's come out with before. Like, it's more mature like the topics on the album some people have viewed the album and calls it like i don't know they've just called it basic like pop boy and it does have that basic yeah. boy energy to him so. okay yes but they said he has like no personality and i was like okay that's why he came out with the documentary before the album so that we could see the personality part i saw the documentary I felt like it was just like 90 minutes of him saying, I'm a normal boy, just like you. <laughs> okay, you're, not <laughs> you're not wrong. But th- did you see the scene in the field? Like where he like gets to the field? With his sister? Yes, it was so cute. Okay, no, but right now, so his album just came out, but his song Monster is with Justin Bieber is number eight on the Billboard charts. And Laura and I were talking about how awkward like we were thinking about the song because so at the Met Gala in 2018, Sean Mendes went with who at the time was Haley Baldwin, was like his date, and they everyone was saying like, oh, they're dating, they're definitely like romantically involved. 
and then she broke up with him. And guess <laughs> she's married to Justin Bieber. So awkward. They got engaged two months after. I felt so bad. And Sean Mendes did do a statement saying they never dated. But okay, no. But I looked it up today, and then he did a statement that they did. I know. I, I actually really like them. Okay, and you were saying earlier how Sean said he wrote all his songs about Camila, and I was like, mm, but you dated her. Aside from that, Kid Cudi, he announced part three to his album is supposed to release soon on December 11th. He announced it on his story, and now Laura and I are gonna discuss Euphoria. <laughs> Have you seen season one? Okay, I watched all of season one. I finished it so quickly. It was so good. So good. I watched like half of it and then it got a little scary. I don't know. I, I saw did. Nate in like flames. And I was like, you know what? I think it's time for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it's very controversial, but it's yeah. so good. It's so good. People were saying about this episode in specific is that Euphoria is known so much for like, it's the way it's filmed, like yeah. the vibe, the Euphoria vibe. Yeah. And this one, it was a lot of them just sitting in a cafe talking. Yeah. So no glitter, no glamour. Yeah. Like, so the way, okay, I thought it was so crazy, and but so smart at the same time, because usually, you know how Euphoria is packed with like, they'll have like, I don't even know, a hundred scenes in one episode and all these insane, insane transitions in the cinematography is like beautiful, like stunning to look at. The colors are gorgeous. The makeup is amazing. And then this, there's like, you see them. Well, it's that I don't want to spoil. Okay, if you haven't watched the episode, you need to stop listening now. But basically- Skip to another later time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they start out together, her and Jules in the apartment. And you think, oh my God. So they did what they said they were going to do at the end of season one. Like they ran away. But then it's a like a mirror. She's looking in the mirror and it's a transition. And she's actually eating pancakes and it's Christmas Eve and she's eating them with her sponsor. But the topics of conversation- that A lot of people said it was a free therapy session. It was insane. It was like, I specifically love this part where they were talking about how everyone's starting a revolution now and how if we're constantly focusing on starting new revolutions like there's never going to be any real change because everybody's fighting for something different like it's really hard to unite everyone for one cause and it was very subject to like now so yeah that reminds me a lot of like the black lives matter movement yeah where everyone agrees like yes but there is a problem and we need to fix it but a lot of people were like oh i don't support the movement because like of the movement has it like its own reasons and then like this and that but like if everyone just united and focused on the reason like why we are doing this because people start getting so hung up on the specifics and then it's like that's where everything kind of goes wrong in my opinion but if we're talking about i don't know everyone just likes to nitpick to find reasons to be against a cause just because everybody else is for it and it's like okay there's no need to be anti people's rights we can we can be for people's rights we can be for equality you know it's not a bad thing. We can, we can be at all. Right. It's not a bad thing. But no, the new Euphoria episode, very, it was almost educational. It was weird. I like, and I'm someone who has never met anyone who's like a, been addicted to drugs or had any kind of like, uh, well, yeah, no. me either. I don't know anybody like yeah, that. Like, I don't have any like personal experience with that. So sitting there, like listening to that conversation, it really brought a new light because it's true. I feel like people judge drug addicts. You know what I'm saying? Like, they say like, oh, they just threw their life away. But no one talks about how difficult it is to find. How did they get it? Exactly. Nobody is in their 20s because they were born with addiction. They got there for a reason. 
exactly everything happens for a reason and i feel people judge too harshly and like we're so focused on ourselves sometimes that we see other people and we're like oh they're a detriment to themselves like they're it's their fault they're ruining their lives but no people need help like you can't like fight every battle on your own it takes a village to do everything that episode just brought so much awareness to so many important topics so i definitely recommend watching it 100 that was so good um billy eilish did her annual vanity fair interview I saw that. I love how she kept the hair for two years in a row. Consistency. Yes. Um, yes. I got emotional this time because seeing artists like talk about the pandemic makes me so sad because like she had just started her tour. I was so lucky. I actually went to the concert. I was so, really? so lucky. That literally yeah. happened a week before school shut down. Yes, literally. School shut down four days later. Quarantine started and her tour ended. I, I saw like the last show of her tour in Miami and I felt so bad because you can tell she has so much fun performing on stage. Like she has like that crazy, just like amazing artist energy. And it's like- Like you can tell she enjoys what she's doing. And it's like infectious. Like she makes people like happy with her music. She matters, you know what I'm saying? Like she cares a lot about her supporters and she cares a lot about the shows and just like making people happy with what she does. And so it makes me really sad because I saw her talking in the interview and I was like- Yeah, and watching the interview, I feel like it really like humanizes her seeing her so young i love that they do like they progress the interview every single year and show clips of her because i got so like i was like she really is just a young girl because 16 one came out i feel old because i remember when it came out yes i was like i I was thinking this i was like it's been four years i was like this doesn't make any sense i was like this makes no sense i love her she's amazing and she works so hard she said that she's gonna release she had At the time that they did the interview, she said she had 16 songs that were done and in the works and ready to be released, which makes me so excited. Her new album is gonna be so good with how much time to prepare. Things like this happen, it's always, the artists are the ones who tell the stories. So I feel like we always get so much great music and art and culture that comes, that people sort of express how they feel and how this time period, what it's done to everyone. Like the artists always put it the perfect like it's oh i don't even know how to explain it's and like just- nobody expected this to go to so long because Billie Eilish she had new tour dates that she rescheduled and she had to cancel her reschedule yeah. do you remember like last year when we got quarantined and we were like this will be over by summer and oh, now like, on break for two weeks i'm so happy yeah. everyone was like this is great extended spring break no aside from that so 2020 is about to come to an end, which means we're in the Christmas season and the United States top 50 songs on Spotify, numbers one through seven, are all Christmas songs, which makes me so happy. I'm like a lover of Christmas music. I'm such a sucker for the holidays. Oh, you had said that- you had- Yes. Yeah, she- Mariah Carey came out with a new music video with Ariana Grande in it. And it was so cute. There was like little elves everywhere and they're all singing. I really liked it. The production value, very good. I have to watch it. I want to watch it. Um, aside from that, Spotify Unwrapped came out. How was your Spotify Unwrapped? I want to know. It was just TikTok songs and I felt offended personally. I feel like it attacked me because I do not just listen to TikTok songs. I swear. <laughs> I heard Maybe so many once. No, I heard so many people say theirs was like inaccurate, that they felt it didn't like actually fit them. I don't know. I they I like stop counting um, in November. They stop counting in November. So if you start listening to a song a lot, a lot in November, December, they're not gonna count it. So no, that's why it's kind of weird. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. 
But no, for me, my Spotify Wrapped is basically the same as it was last year, which is kind of sad. I felt my top song was the same. My top artist was the same. It just, I don't even know how to think of like- This was the first year I've ever had Spotify. So I was very intrigued by the thing. The situation is a little sus. I heard, so the song Yummy by Justin Bieber, some people, said they had never listened to it and it was like their top song on Spotify and I was like that is so embarrassing or did something there <laughs> yes uh, no but the whole Spotify rap situation is so sus altogether because this girl named Jewel her Twitter handle is at whatever Jewel she tweeted I really invented the Spotify rap story concept as an intern project in 2019 and they haven't looked back since LMAO and she posted a bunch of screenshots of like her docs and designs and she basically said she doesn't get paid for anything so it sucks that that happened to her but we all know like that's what happens to interns interns don't get paid yeah. interns are overworked and most likely their boss is going to take credit for their work no it agreed. Sucks, but it's what happens yeah i honestly feel horrible for her i do feel it's a great idea and people look forward to their spotify rap the whole year like i was thinking the whole year about how it was gonna turn out and i would listen to some certain songs on purpose like i know some of my best friends were so disappointed with theirs last year that they were like i want to listen to this album the most so it turns out my top on spotify so dixie d'amelio came with a new song i mean i don't want to hate on her i don't want to invalidate like her her sadness you know i don't want to i don't want to hate but it gave me their like it gave me justice vibes but it was really catchy and Wiz Khalifa was in it which I didn't get but I was like okay that's kind of cool that Wiz Khalifa was in in her song and I don't know but I don't know if you saw the pictures Noah Beck posted of her filming the music video little ball pit yes it was adorable he's so he posted i was like why didn't you post it those pictures are so cute uh, oh my god they're a really really cute couple like i have to hand it to them i actually think they're very cute together but about her song i don't know i saw i saw this girl who made a tiktok and she said let's not hate on people's music because for a lot of people music is their outlet and like they put a lot of time and effort into writing the songs so you know just because it's not like our taste i'm sure some people like it um, to each their own you know at the end of the day what i've heard is like you know she's so young you yeah. still have like even you don't have to criticize it until a point where it's like offensive like it's like just makes you feel bad but you can do some criticism like constructive you can tell maybe fix this like she's still evolving so it's still good to like give your opinion yeah. and um, maybe this wasn't the greatest song. You're totally right. Constructive criticism is definitely necessary. It's how artists grow and how people get better at things. And music is her dream. She's in a really tough industry. So I saw her singing like live without any autotune and she sounded good. She Does just needs good like lyrics, but like yeah. she sounds good. I have to listen to her. I'm sure, I'm sure her voice is like, I'm sure her voice is nice. She's supposedly liked music and singing for a really long time. So. I have to look into it and listen to her, but honestly, I love new, young, up-and-coming artists because I'm excited to see what happens for her in the future, you know what I mean? She already has a ton of connections, and like, the fact that she got Wiz Khalifa on her song is crazy to me. <laughs> That's crazy, like, so random, but I was that like- Liam Payne. Yes! Yes! She has a song with wow. Liam Payne. I, I was thinking about that, I was like- the Demilios are way more successful than we give them credit for. So that's all for entertainment with me and Laura. Now on to the weekly recap with Ernest and Krishna. Hi, I'm Ernest. And I'm Krishna. I'm back. 
and we're going to tell you your week in headlines. So first and foremost, in case you didn't know, we're in a pandemic. It seems really tiring. I know, like Lex and Laura were saying, we thought this would just be two weeks, but no, it's already December. Though there is some hope. The UK had approved their first COVID-19 vaccine with immediate rollout. Already, the UK has ordered 40 million doses of the vaccine. If you want any more information or specifics, you can actually check it out on our website. We did write an article about it the moment it came out. If you want any more news, you can actually follow it, support us, much appreciated. But back on to the news. Now, going back on a bit more of the political side, we also we, as in America, had our 2020 presidential election. Biden was seen as the president-elect. However, the Trump administration did carry out many lawsuits, mainly against those kind of borderline states in their point of view, where they thought they could actually make a case. But in the end, all the states had who had originally gotten Biden as the candidate, winning those electoral votes continued with Biden as their path. And this held true for Georgia in their second recount, confirming Biden as their winner. This is of course like really important because Georgia has, hasn't been blue in a really long time. But going more, COVID-19 cases are breaking records on a daily basis, essentially. Um, December 4th saw the most cases, unfortunately with around 229,000 cases. California, however, is taking some stronger implementations and having banned private gatherings as a result of this. Honestly, kind of surprised they didn't do it sooner, especially with the many influencers in the California region parting it up. However, good to see that it's finally happening better late than never. And finally, some more local news in saying that November has been the hottest month ever recorded. Um, not ever recorded, it's been the hottest November on record. Even though it's kind of chilly here in Miami, <laughs> where the student independence located, it's like, you know, 50s and 60s. But yeah, that kind of concludes my section. I guess now we have to give it to Ernest so we can talk. Um, a little bit also on the topic of COVID-19. The U.S. Department of Education has froze all student loan payments through January because of coronavirus. And talking about uh, our administration and our government, let's talk about Melania Trump. She's building a tennis course in the south side of the White House. And the question on everyone's mind is, why, Miss Trump? You're literally getting kicked out of there next month. So, that's that. In more local news, Monica Richardson has been, well, is now, the first Black executive editor of the Miami Herald. So, that's great on the Miami Herald's part. And also more local news, the site WalletHub compared 182 cities in the U.S. based on community safety, natural disaster risk, and financial safety. And Fort Lauderdale actually was at the bottom of that list and was considered to be the most dangerous city in the U.S. And this is the most adorable thing that made my day. Zoo Miami wrapped presents for the animals for Christmas. And if you go on the internet, we'll post it on the student independent sites. You could see all these little zoo animals are opening their presents with gifts and stuff. Like they gave Hank the sloth bear mealworms and they gave uh, bananas to Banyan the tree kangaroo. And honestly, it is the most wholesome thing and it will make your day. I really hope you enjoyed this week's student review. I'm Ernest. And I'm Krishna. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye.